0: Lermont, Northeastern District Download.
1: Hey, thanks for joining us today. We are over at the elementary learning about their return to school plan. All right, I'm over here at the elementary uh, with both administrators. And uh, go ahead and introduce yourselves, guys.
2: Um, hi, I'm Tanya Schmidt. I'm the principal of CNE Elementary School. And hi,
0: I'm Kendra Young, and I'm the assistant principal of CNE elementary school
1: well the clock's ticking down we've only got a few days left until the kids are in the building and uh the staff will be back in the building by the time we get this thing posted so what's what's the plan what's the feeling that you guys have about uh, entering this new year
2: well there's certainly a lot of change uh, but i think we've got ourselves organized and we're ready for bringing our kids back into school we've got our classrooms pretty much ready, just a few more things to get moved around and we've, we've got a plan to make sure that our kids are going to be safe and then we also have our remote teachers that are assigned to classrooms and they're also ready to provide quality instruction for our remote students.
1: So let's talk about the uh, students will be in person first, so uh, what could they expect on that first day when they get out of the car or off of the bus?
2: Well when they're dropped off out front from the car they will be escorted um into the building we'll have our masks on but we will also have our smiles on underneath that we'll be welcoming them back as we always would what will be different is that so kids can start arriving as early as 8 15 in the morning which is the exact schedule that we had last year of course they're going to have their mask on because we're going to get them in safely they will go into the cafeteria where they will be distanced and they will basically wait there until it's time to be escorted by grade level to classrooms that will make sure that we can get kids to classes in a distance fashion. Kids that are arriving on the bus uh, will be met by Mrs. Young. So I'll let her talk about that. We so
1: what's be- the plan for those guys?
2: We
0: will be getting kids off the bus one bus at a time. Um, they'll go up to each of the doors. We'll have certain grades going to the first door and other grades going to the back door. And they will get their temperature checked before they enter the building and they will go straight up to their classrooms
1: awesome so uh kids coming off the bus or coming in person uh let's say they forgot a mask um what do you guys what's the protocol if a kid just forgets one
0: we'll have some masks available to them and we'll offer
2: those up to them
1: okay so the one thing that parents need to know is that their kid forgot their mask we're playing at a bus stop we're not having the bus pass those people up right
2: Correct. absolutely we're going to get them to school where we'll have a mask waiting for them
1: awesome so and then hopefully it doesn't happen but the incident the uh the uh just take that out so when um a Kid shows up, or a parent has a kid who they're they're adamantly not wanting them to wear a mask. And hopefully that doesn't happen. They've they've had that choice of picking remote. Uh, what's the protocol going to be like at the elementary if someone uh, doesn't want to or refuses to?
2: Yeah. Well, the first thing is we're not going to make a big deal out of that in front of other kids or other parents because of of course there's no reason to do that. We already have a space set aside and we already have a plan. To have uh, someone to supervise in a space that's large enough where those kids could be safely distanced so they'll just come in they'll go in and have a seat and honestly it's going to be morning if they're a breakfast kid i'm going to make sure they get their breakfast as well Um, but what we'll do is we'll reach out to the parent and let the parent know just remind them that the you know we've got to follow the governor's orders and wear those masks at school and their child is refusing what i'm hoping is that maybe parents just need to have a talk with the child and say hey let's get that mask on and get to class but if not if the child really is not going to wear a mask if the parent prefers or is, is not going to have their child wear a mask then they'll just need to be uh, picked up by the parent we'll give them the Chromebook and anything else that they might need to become a remote learner
1: okay awesome um what about parents who are just curious about whether or not recess is going to happen are they going to get recess
0: yes they'll get recess we will have them separated out by classes, um, so they're not going to all be right on top of each other. And we'll try to, our best to socially distance them at that time. They will not be required to wear a mask out on recess. Um, they will wash; they'll clean their hands before they go out and when they come back in.
1: Okay, so the cleaning the hands thing. What are you guys having? Are those you guys have sanitizer by doors?
0: Yes, we have sanitizers by doors, and it's a pump. They'll pump it and then they'll go on out.
1: Okay, awesome. And then what about like the, the cleaning piece of it? So I know the district's bought a lot of uh, resources to keep things cleaner than they normally would. Uh, so what's that look like for you guys in your building?
2: So we absolutely have more hand sanitizer in the building than we've ever had before. And you were just talking about clean hands. But um, more importantly, um, a routine will be in place during the school day where our custodian will be wiping down the rails i mean kids are going to have their hands on the rails that's the safest way to get down so he has a plan to get rails wiped um throughout the day in addition to just basic cleaning um in the evenings when our night crew is in after they clean the rooms they will be using uh the fancy machine that oh the (laughs) atomizing (laughs) cleaner yeah i can't remember what that's called but electrostatic. yeah so that will happen throughout the building every night to get a fresh start on that In between classes um, because we do have you know we'll have some transitions that's just part of what we'll have to do but they are minimized Um, teachers will take care of that to make sure that um, any space where a child is coming into where another child has been that that's been thoroughly cleaned with provided cleaner
1: okay so what happens uh, if a kid let's say a kid does have a fever or uh, you guys feel like they did not pass the checklist so what would happen for a kiddo
2: I just talked to a parent on the phone about this because she was super worried about what, what we would do. So um, the protocol is that um, whoever suspects if they could bring that child just to um, a space that we have reserved that is um, next to the nurse's office, um, they would bring that child down and let the nurse know that she had brought someone down that we were concerned about. So kids with fevers or symptoms that feel like it might be COVID have a place where they can go and be distanced and have their mask on um if that child is in a teacher's classroom she would just call us and one of us would go up from the office and bring that child down again let um, let the nurse know that we need her to double check that fever or if they come in with a temperature we would do the exact same thing we we have a plan in place where we can immediately distance them um, from other students as we kind of figure out what are the best next steps if a student does have a temperature and we um, suspect um, COVID or they need to be checked out further, then we'll just make an immediate phone call to the parent and uh, discuss that with them, just like we would any other time, um, you know, if there was a problem that was addressed by the nurse.
1: Okay, awesome. And then the uh, the idea that something like that might happen, and if it, if it is a kid that might have those symptoms... How are you guys working with the health department to do what they're calling contact tracing? Is that just the phone call to them once you find out?
2: Um, The first thing that we are going to to do is to contact Lori Diekman and let her know that we we need her support. Uh, She's our direct line to the health department. So we would be working directly with Lori Diekman. She'll be working directly with the health department. And from there, that's their area of expertise. So we'll be waiting for next steps. to get back to us
1: from Lori Deekman. Okay. Now, the one thing that is a reality, and I've talked about it a couple of times with some of the other administrators, is uh, the need to uh, just have parents prepared because it could be a staff member who is ill or uh, the kitchen staff. But just knowing that there are so few subs available in the Cincinnati area, how are you guys going to communicate to parents of a potential school closure or how much lead time could be involved in, in something like that?
2: That's a good question, Mr. Dorsey, um, because it's something that we certainly have talked about. Um, As far as communicating with parents, I hope that everyone has updated information out there on Final Forms because the quickest way that we can communicate with a a group of families is we use the phone call or the the text, just using our app to get that information out quickly. I know the district does a great job of also posting things out on the website, uh, but that's really the quickest way for parents to get um, if it's a group message that needs to go out that's the best way to get a group message out to our families
1: and they just need to keep checking that every morning because it really could change uh, based off of how many messages or phone calls uh, one building wakes up with in the morning from teachers or just regular staff members in the, in the building so yeah, um, it correct. is going to be important to keep those things up to date mm-hmm. and then earlier you'd mentioned the remote so talk to me a little bit about how remote's going to look uh based off of what you know now because that could even change after this gets recorded
2: well right now um, the way remote is set up in the elementary school is um, due to the numbers of parents that requested remote we were able to select a teacher from each grade level to provide remote it's going to look very different than what it looked like in the spring because we have we have a different mission right now so um each teacher will be working and collaborating with the other grade level staff so i could use um, third grade as an example so in third grade what will happen is there actually be two teachers that are teaching remote in third grade you would your child would have a math and science remote teacher and a reading social studies remote teacher and they'll be using our school's curriculum and they'll be assessing students uh, through the remote um, online version through Google Classroom they'll be assessing them with similar assessments to what they're given to the students that are third grade students right now. So the model's pretty similar across the building and the goal of the teachers is uh, use our curriculum, make sure that students are moving along in the curriculum at a very similar pace to the students that are in the building. And the reason this is so important to us is, you know, it is our hope that at the end of the first quarter we'll have students that are returning to us, that parents are feeling better about the situation and feeling like it's it's a good idea to get kids back in school. So our goal is to be sure that as we have students return that they can step right into the classroom and be right on track with their peers that were not remote but have been learning at school.
1: And so with the kids that are doing the remote option and, and are working through that, uh, things are a little different than your, in your building than it would be the other two because kids are still learning to navigate technology. So. Um how what kind of resources are you trying to put in place for parents to just better understand how to support their kid on a Chromebook?
2: So there are a couple things going on because you're absolutely right. that was a real stumbling block for us in the spring. Um, one thing that we've got in place already for our kindergarten students because i I have to say that uh, to be a new kindergarten parent and then someone just hands you this little black square and says here 's your child 's Chromebook." um that would be a little terrifying if you if that's how your child has to do school so when um, we are keeping for our kindergarten students they're still doing their staggered assessment days so that's coming up the first three days of school 24th 25th and 26th when students kindergarten students come in for their assessment their parents will meet the remote teacher and they will walk over to the church that's right by our school and she will show them how you open the Chrome, how you turn on the Chrome, how to get to her Google Classroom, and talk through uh, what a typical day will look like for a kindergarten student that is actually doing remote learning this year.
1: Awesome, so there'll be a lot of support for them to make sure they can get to the right place. For parents who also would like a little bit more support outside of that kindergarten range, Chromebook pickup is gonna be 12 to four on the 20th and 21st, correct? Mm So in Owensville at the old elementary building, there is a uh, a side entrance that we're going to be utilizing classroom space up there. And from twelve to four, we have two of our technology coaches from Hamilton County that have made themselves available, as well as some of our own CNE staff that will help teach parents walking through all of the applications they may need for their grade level. And then something we just finished this morning: um, if you go to our website, cneschools.org. On the top menu bar, uh, now there's actually another section or a selection you can pick which says learning resources. And that's actually on every single page you click on. You'll still see that box. So if someone has gotten themselves to a spot on the website they're a little confused by, all you have to say is, can you see the learning resources? Select that, and then it's a one-stop shop from K to 12 for the teacher's websites that should have all of the remote resources built into it. So that's something we just finished building this morning, but it should help those elementary parents too. So um, what about for the parents who, uh, cause you're gonna have a lot of uh, differences in your remote plans versus some of the other buildings cause those kids can access that or are allowed to stay home. So some of your remote parents may be using a sitter or whatever. How are they going to be able to get work completed if they can't log in in real time like the hope is?
2: So, part of what the teachers are working on right now, the remote teachers are working on is setting something up so it will be accessible to students even, even if they are not able to log on during the day. although I will tell you that to get the, to get the best uh, of what there is to offer if they can be a part of those meets, that would be the best thing for students. What I've uh, asked my teachers to do is to work with parents on an individual basis if if their child is not going to be able to log in and be a part of the virtual meets every day. So rather than have just one plan, I to me, I think it feels way more parent friendly to work with our parents and find out um, you know, what their struggle is and come up with a plan so they'll be able to make sure that their child is counted as in attendance and and as having completed the daily work. Uh, one thing I know about elementary teachers they're creative and they're also flexible so and they're very uh, very parent friendly so I know that as we transition into something new that they'll be flexible as they're working with our parents I mean the expectations high the work needs to be completed but we also understand that you know you have to be flexible and help meet the needs of our parents and students
1: okay great I mean that's a lot of information and then really one other issue or question would be is what happens um, if everyone goes remote, I know our county just moved back to red uh, yesterday at two o'clock. Our plan, I know, is to still be full going in person. The health department wasn't concerned about that that change in color. but what what does it look like then for your families or parents?
2: Basically, what will happen at that point is all teachers will become remote teachers, um, and we will be using some of the uh, very stop. Basically, what would happen then? is all of the teachers would would become remote teachers. And the same model that was already explained using our curriculum and our resources and um, having kids access through Google Classroom, that'll be what we switch to. And the other thing that I didn't mention before that's important for parents to know is we're tweaking what we're doing in our regular school day a bit too. Because we know that in the spring, a lot of kids struggled with getting on Chromes and getting on Classroom and turning in assignments in that way. So we're going to change up a little bit what's happening in the classroom to mirror a remote environment, to have our kids be much more ready to switch over to remote. So I hope what would happen, we'd have way fewer kids struggling to log in and access Google Classroom and have them more familiar. And honestly, as we talk about distancing in our classroom, it really makes sense that kids learn how to use math manipulatives, on their Chrome's you know uh, in their Google classrooms and use the resources that we have uh, with teachers there with them Um, it's it's just better because if they're not touching things that's safer anyway Um, so we are trying to work both directions with that to get our kids ready that are that are at school as well
1: okay do you guys have anything you want to share with anyone who might be hearing this about the elementary
2: I just like to say that we really have worked hard to get our classrooms set up Um, We are at least three feet in every classroom. We're talking about routines and how to make sure that when kids are in the hallways, that we we are masked up and at a safe distance. We've tried to make some accommodations for our kindergartners, because they're just walking in the door. You know, they are able to eat in the cafeteria, which I think is good for them to learn that routine. We are gonna spend our opening day with staff, problem solving and talking through Um, all of our plans with them and and continuing to morph them to be the best plan that they can be. Uh, But I also want to say that pretty much every teacher that I've been able to get face to face with has said to me, I can't wait to see kids. I can't wait to get these kids back into school. I'm willing to do whatever it takes to keep kids safe. So I just want parents to know that we haven't lost our excitement. having kids back in school and we really feel like we can make the elementary a place where kids can be successful um, in school and we also feel like we're going to have successful remote learning this time.
0: I would agree with Ms. Schmidt on that. We have fantastic teachers that have worked hard over the summer um, to get prepared for this and we are all so excited to have your students back in school and even remotely. I'm sure we'll be Ms. Schmidt and I both will be popping into classrooms no matter whether they're there at school or on the computer. So we really appreciate, um, you sending us your kids this year.
1: Yeah, it's definitely an interesting time when you really look at everything that we've put into kind of get everybody back into the buildings. It's definitely going to be, um, patience as the virtue that needs to be expressed the most because we really all don't know what the next day will bring from the next day. So, um, well, thank you guys for coming on. I know you guys got to get a bunch of stuff done. We
2: got to get moving. Well, teachers will you. be here
1: uh, before oh, you know it?
2: it. Elementary teachers are there. They're, <laughs> some of them yeah. have
1: never left. We saw them looking in <laughs> yeah. windows. Thanks, guys.
2: Thank you.
0: Thank you. Clermont Northeastern District Download.